in our first episode, we talked about resolutions, and I left you with a question asking how you could start by creating smaller, bite-sized goals instead of a single year-long goal for 2022. We dove into how those smaller goals become more manageable and create an ongoing system of reward and motivation that gives you the rush of testosterone and dopamine and reminds you what you're doing is satisfying and to keep doing it. After talking a little bit about creating habits and dealing with failure and how our brain makes decisions in our most recent episodes, today I wanted to circle back to those resolutions from episode one and tell a bit of a story. During the war in Afghanistan, a group of American soldiers was locked into a skirmish with a group of Afghan soldiers for several days. This group wasn't associated with the Taliban at all, and the American soldiers were really unclear why they were being shot at. They took cover and fired back as a means of protecting themselves and to hold their position. After several days, the lieutenant in charge of the American troops decides that enough is enough and makes a decision to signal a ceasefire. He slowly approaches the Afghan group and asks why they're shooting at the group of Americans. The response was unexpected. The Americans simply weren't paying rent for the land that they were on. So the lieutenant offers to pay the rent, and the Afghans tell him that's awesome, but he really should know that there's another group that will start shooting at him because they believe that the land is theirs. That's when the lieutenant asks just one simple question. Is there somewhere the troops can go where they don't have to pay rent? The Afghans signal to a location that's just 180 meters away, and the American troops pick up their equipment, move, and the shooting stops. A small change that resulted in a big gain. Just like the soldiers in the story, we are often set in our ways and willing to continue doing whatever it is we're doing because it's the simplest thing to do. It's what we know. By default, our brains resist most changes. And there's a reason. When we initially consider a change, we typically allow System 1, or the FAST system, to think through it for us and make a snap decision based on the limited information we may have about the problem or the solution. We are naturally wired to recognize and avoid risk, and as a result, we are very quick to ascertain negative impacts and avoid the change. After all, change is hard. But so is staying in the same place. So if we can better understand the process our brain follows to make our decisions, maybe we can help ourselves make progressive change. The key term here is progressive, which we'll get to in a sec. Behavioral psychologists have outlined the process that our brain goes through when making a decision. There's the pre-contemplative stage where we start to recognize a habit or something we think could need addressing. For resolutions, this usually occurs in or around December as we start to think about the new year and what we want to work on. Then there's the contemplative stage where we actively analyze the pros and cons and determine whether or not we'll take an action. This is where we deeply think through our pro-con list and create our goals and intentions. With resolutions, this is often a step we go by too quickly with our System 1 thinking, and we set goals without appreciating the full scope of the behavior we're looking to change or the requirements of the change we're making. Next is the preparation stage, where we commit to the intention and plan our actions. Here, it's also important to consider contingency plans that help keep us on track. The second last stage is an action stage. This is where the bulk of our commitment and effort exists. This is where you're putting in the work and you're starting to overcome the obstacles that prevented you from already achieving the goal in the first place. And finally, there's the maintenance stage, where we have implemented the action and we're well on our way. We've overcome the initial barriers and it's becoming more and more of a routine or a habit. It's important to keep focus in this stage, but you are far less likely to be tripped up by a roadblock. For most resolutions, we set some lofty goal without doing much contemplation or preparation. I want to lose 50 pounds, so I'll work out. So that's my goal. This informs the action stage to work out until you hit 50 pounds lost, and you can see how upholding that commitment might seem daunting. 
We're fired up about our goals to start the year, and we get that chemical process in the brain excited about the change, but then those chemicals wear off over time, and we're left wondering if we'll ever make it to 50 pounds or if it's even worth the effort. So we start cutting corners, and suddenly we're up 5 pounds from where we started and don't really have a real plan to mitigate those roadblocks or even to continue fighting for something we would really benefit from. By creating smaller goals with much simpler to complete tasks, we can more easily contemplate and plan for success. We remove a lot of the unknowns since we're only looking a few weeks or months ahead at a time, depending on the goal. And if we happen to miss a week, we can easily recover. If we overachieve in a week, we can leverage that inspirational high point to motivate us to go even further. We can overcome roadblocks or make adjustments along the way, and the incremental changes we make act a bit like an interest rate at the bank. Instead of getting 50 pounds in a year, we can much more comfortably get to 52, 60, or even 70 pounds as we are more consistently performing, reviewing, and re-establishing our goals. So you could spend your days fighting and resisting making a move on your goals, or you could ask yourself a few simple questions, move a few feet to the left, and make a simple change that generates a big gain. All more possible from understanding self.